Well, 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 hello, everybody. Welcome to week six fantasy football spudcast episode number two. I am coming at you this morning. It's a Wednesday. It is October 13th, 2021. We are heading into week six. Before I move forward, let me introduce myself. My my name is Joshua Hervey. People know me as Sir Potato TV on Twitch. Um, people know me as Sir Potato underscore TV on Twitter. And I also have a community in Discord, which is called the Potato Gaming Family. And let me tell you what. I am looking forward to continuing to give you guys information every week. Whether my information comes later, maybe you already found out about information, but my goal is to give you guys information to help you guys win your fantasy football leagues. So, let me just tell you something here. I love fantasy football. Alright? And... In order for me to help you guys out, I am doing this show. Alright, so spread the word. Spread the word. Get people asking me questions. And maybe I can maybe just voice an opinion now and then to help sway somebody's decision to make A, the right play, or B, I can completely whiff my picks as well. So, let's just be honest. Fantasy football comes down to... You can make the right plays, but you still don't really know what's going to happen on Sunday. So, I am here to try to give you some good information to help you succeed. To set your lineup so you can win your head-to-head weeks... Or if you're in a survivor league like I am, uh, where the lowest point total that week gets cut from the league to just win and not be the lowest scoring team. So, long story short, I am here. We are going to talk about week six. We are going to talk about the waiver wire column that I wrote last night. It was a little late, but I'm going to give you some names Outside of the ones in that article, I'm gonna do you know I'm gonna briefly touch on the guys that I put in the article, but I didn't go as in depth in this article. I didn't go to tight ends. I didn't really go to a bunch of receivers. There's there's more guys that you can add to your team that may or may not have been picked up. Um, there's a few quarterbacks looking forward. So here's the thing: we're starting to get into bye weeks. So this week. Week six, there's four four teams on a bye. Next week, we got six teams on a bye. And then it just keeps going from there. So there are players you can pick up that I can tell you you can add a week in advance or two weeks in advance to maybe help you prepare for your bye weeks. 
Um, and some of you have different settings. Some of you have short benches. Some of you have big benches. And some of these players might not even be available to you. So, long story short, this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the bye week. Six. We're going to talk about next week's bye weeks. So you can pre-plan. Maybe there's players that were dropped this week because of they were on a bye. Maybe they can help you next week. And then also we are going to preview Thursday Night Football. So before we get started, once again, please, if you want any updates about active and inactive players... There is an app on your phone. It's called the Sleeper Fantasy app. It's got a little helmet on it. It's got a little antenna on it. It's basically news, anything you can think of football related that might help your fantasy football team. It will break on your phone. It'll it'll come notification on your phone. It'll say so and so was placed on IR. And it'll give you details. Long story short, it helps a lot. This this app has helped a lot. It's helped me help you transfer slash relay information. Um, and let's be honest, because I don't do a podcast every day, I don't, you know, sometimes I can't relay the information until a day later. And maybe you can get that information. And maybe you can beat people to the waiver wire to pick up free agency players. So, long story short, the Sleeper app on your phone, download it, install it, it'll notify you anytime, anytime something happens, um, it's just a great fantasy football tool. So, let me get started here. It's week six in the NFL, there's four teams on a bye, and realistically, Matt Ryan might not even have been starting on your fantasy football team. Um, but he might be one of the only quarterbacks that has been starting on your team if you just rode the wave. Um, but we got the Falcons, we have the 49ers, we have the Jets, and we have the Saints. Um, all on by this week. Um, you maybe started Trey Lance last week just for the pure chance of the rushing upside. Um, and you probably may have been starting Matt Ryan as well. Um, there's a there's still a couple quarterbacks out there that are uh, that you could fill in this week. Um, the first one is Trevor Lawrence. He's going against the Miami Dolphins. Um, he has scored rushing touchdowns in back-to-back weeks, and he has also had 20-plus fantasy points in each of those weeks. And they play Miami this week in London. Uh, so we got another London game this week. Um, and then there's also Taylor Heineke. He has been playing well. He's a scrappy quarterback. He's been, uh, I think the last three games, he's rushed for 40 yards. Um, uh, last week was just an anomaly, I think. He's been pretty accurate with his passes. Um, and he is definitely an ad this week. He's going against the Kansas City Chiefs this week, which could be a shootout. So he's going to need to throw the ball 
to basically keep up. So it's a good matchup for Taylor Heineke. So if you're looking for players on the fence that you need to play this week at quarterback position, Taylor Heineke and Trevor Lawrence are the two quarterbacks I would pick up. Um, There's not really any running backs, but you are losing Cordero Patterson, Mike Davis. You're losing Elijah Mitchell. You're losing Elvin Kamara. And if you had to start Michael Carter, you're losing Michael Carter as well. So there's one, two, three, four, five. Five running backs are losing this week. And there's not really anybody to pick up. Um, unless you picked up, you know, one of the, the free agent, one of the waiver wire guys from injury, like Daryl Williams or Devontae Booker. I guess there's other guys deeper. I don't think they get a lot of usage, though. Um, maybe a Naheem, Naheem Hines was dropped. Maybe J.D. McKissick was dropped. And I know my article said... Uh, I know my article said to drop those guys. And I just didn't think there was enough usage for any 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 of them in your lineup. So, um, long story short... Uh, honestly, Daryl Williams and Devontae Booker are the two guys that... Basically... I had written down in my waiver wire column. Uh, I guess I didn't really talk about Khalil Herbert, but he's gotten a lot of usage. I think a lot of it was garbage time. It was, um, let's just put it this way. The Bears were ahead against the Raiders, and he was used in garbage time. I think like the last 18 rush plays, Khalil Herbert had 17 of the last 18 touches. So I think that was just... Because they were winning and they were dominant. Um, the other one is um, Brandon Bolden and Ramonde Stevenson. So uh, Damian Harris got hurt. Um, I think Stevenson and I think Brandon Bolden are going to be two guys touching. Uh, uh, touching the ball in that backfield. Um, going forward until we figure out what's going on with Damian Harris. So those are two guys you can maybe add if you really need to fill a roster spot. Um, Brandon Bolden, PPR, Ramondre Stevenson, he can catch the ball out of the backfield, and he's probably going to be the goal line guy. So I think Ramondre Stevenson probably has more value than Brandon Bolden. So if those guys are available and you need to add somebody uh, to fill in for a running back this week, I, I think he's a, a viable option. Um, like I said, I, I I know waivers have probably gone through for most of you guys, and I know a lot of these guys may have been added. Um, but yes, um, let's get to the wide receiver. We're losing out on Crowder. We're losing out on Ridley. We're Debo Samuel. Um, Marcus Callaway probably wasn't really picked up, um, but we'll talk about him a little bit later. Um, Corey Davis and Jamison Crowder, um, Debo Samuel, Calvin Ridley. Um, there's like four tie, uh, four wide receivers here that you need to replace. Wide receiver is actually a pretty deep position. It's easy to, f it's really easy to fill in bye weeks with wide receivers because there's a lot of guys with floor out there still available in a lot of leagues. There's Hunter Renfro's. There's the Tim Patrick's. There's um, Amon Ross St. Brown out there, who's actually 
Um, been targeted eight times in the last two weeks. He's had seven catches and six catches, respectively, 13 fantasy points in PPR. Um, and uh, now that Quintus Cephas is on IR with uh, a torn clavicle, um, he's going to be uh, seeing a lot more targets. Um, and they're going to be in the game positive game scripts for Monroe St. Brown as well. Um so there's guys like Tim Patrick out there. There's uh, Kadarius Tony was on the waiver wire um, this this week. He should have been added, uh, but there's other guys. Marquez. So so it's week six buys. There's gonna be weeks where people have to drop players on a buy. Fringe, you know, fringe roster. I don't have the the space i need to fill a spot i don't want to drop this guy so i'm just going to drop this guy on a buy so marcus calloway might have been picked up he might have been on somebody's bench and i think marcus calloway is a guy you can actually pick up for week seven to fill in for week seven buys and we could talk about that a little bit later because the more and more in the season we get the more and more buys are going to happen the more and more you need a plan ahead sometimes, um, so we'll 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 talk about that going forward. Um, but um, I never talked about any tight ends at all either in this article. Uh, let's just put it this way: all the tight ends that are available have probably been picked up already. So the Dalton Schultz, the Dawson Knoxes. They should have been added a couple weeks ago. They're probably gone now in our league. All right. The Gaseckis are gone. Dawson Knoxes are gone. All, all that's gone. So I think we got the news yesterday or Monday that Dallas Goddard was placed on COVID IR, which means he is no longer, Zach Ertz is no longer going to share targets on Philadelphia. Um, so if Zach Ertz is available, he would be my number one tight end priority right now if you need a tight end. Zach Ertz against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's actually been better than Goddard. He's been seeing a little bit more targets. And now that Goddard is on the COVID IR, uh, Zach Ertz is most likely going to see all the touches come Thursday night. Um, so he's a must in my um, – he's a must play. Um and then we got guys um, that we were looking at that maybe we were just watching to see what happens. Like Max Williams for the Arizona Cardinals. It's a sad story. He hurt his knee. He was having a good season. And a team that you thought wouldn't really utilize the tight end or hasn't really utilized a tight end in previous years. Maybe he was a guy you were looking at picking up this week. But now that he's hurt, knee injury could potentially be done for the season. That is not an option. So, we are looking at guys like Dan Arnold this week. He saw eight targets, six catches, 64 yards. He did have a fumble. But, two games of play with Jacksonville... A quarterback that is starting to get better. Starting to get a feel for the speed of the NFL. Um, with a coach that's starting to utilize some of these guys. And they traded for Dan Arnold. and Which means they really liked him. 
which means they're probably going to use him. And Dan Arnold is a guy that I'm not going to say he is going to win you your league, but he is a guy similar to Dalton Schultz and Dawson Knox that if we see the usage, if he gets another eight targets, six catches, and 64 yards again, and he gets you double-digit fantasy points without getting touchdown, he is a guy I think you can play week in and week out, set it and forget it type of guy. Um, so Dan Arnold would be number two on my list. And then there's guys out there that it really gets muddled. Logan Thomas is on IR. Ricky Seals-Jones... Ricky Seals... Ricky Seals-Jones... For Washington, saw eight targets as well last week. Now, he hasn't really seen anything more than that in previous weeks after Logan Thomas. I'm not exactly sure his usage going forward. He's a player to watch. Put on your watch list. Um, I know a lot of leagues have like a watch list or a flag. Um, just keep an eye on that. You might be able to pre-speculate ad that Maybe it'll be okay. Maybe this week will be good. It's, I mean, he does have Kansas City this week, so maybe he is an ad. So as long, so we're, we're losing Kyle Pitts this week. Um, we already have George Kittle, who's on a bye, but he's on IR. Uh, uh, Gronkowski is out. So you have three, three tight ends right there. And then if you don't have a TJ Hawkinson, a Travis Kelsey, a Darren Waller, Dalton Schultz, Dawson Knox. Um, I know there's one more that I counted earlier. Um, TJ Hawkinson. So we got oh Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, Dawson Knox, Dalton Schultz. Those are six right there. Those are six names that you can set and forget, and you could be fine in 12-team leagues. And then you got those other three, which are banged up or on by. That's nine. And then you have the Zach Ertz of the world. You could make RUB number 10. And then you have Dan Arnold. I think Dan Arnold this week is a fine play. You still got Noah Fant, Tyler Higby. Um, I mean, you got guys like that, like Mike Gesicki, like tail end, like... Honestly, I think going forward, if Tua starts, I think I might be dropping Mike Kosicki down the, the, the rank. Tua didn't really target Mike Kosicki the first couple weeks of the season. So I really have to see when Tua comes back, the utilization of Mike, Mike Kosicki with Tua back in action. Um, and there is a chance that Tua does play this week. And we can get more into that um, you know, Saturday when I go through some of the, the matchups. But... Uh, those are tight ends that are probably rostered already. But I think I would almost start. I think I have Dan Arnold in my top 12 this week. I think I have Zach Ertz in my top. It would be, I mean, there's three on a bye. There's three that are hurt or, or they're going to make tight, low end tight end win one um, numbers, you know. And I think these are guys that you can plug into your lineup and. You know, you can get five catches, 50 yards, and you can be fine with 10 points, and maybe one of them falls in for, maybe they fall in for a touchdown. Um, so that being said, 
those are the tight ends. Uh, I haven't really talked about any defenses this week. Um, if you're going to stream a defense, though, I, I, I'm i pretty I'm pretty sure I... Here's the thing. Cincinnati against Detroit. This could be a, no, a lower-scoring lower game. And maybe some mistakes happen. Um, I know a lot of people target... Like, maybe this Las Vegas-Denver game is interesting to me as well for defense. Las Vegas or Denver, uh, either side of the ball. Uh, I know Denver has been added. Um, I think Pittsburgh, I, I know they're a good defense, and they're probably still added in a lot of leagues. They're going against Geno Smith. Um, but, like, this year, I mean, you could technically... Miami's got a decent defense against Jacksonville. You could maybe take a shot at Miami this week as well. Um, but honestly, um, Cleveland, Arizona might be a tight game. You might get a lot of, you know, turnovers in that game. Turnovers, a high score, and you got more opportunity. Um, Buffalo, Los Angeles, or sorry, um, Baltimore. I can't, Baltimore and Los Angeles. Maybe that game is high scoring and maybe, you just get more opportunities for sacks, more plays. They're high-powered offenses. So, um, I mean, there's different ways to look at defenses. Um, it really depends on your scoring. So, long story short, there's not really any lock. Um, if I did have to stream a defense, though, I honestly, you could probably do Cincinnati at Detroit and be fine. <clears throat> or Miami at Jacksonville. Or Jacksonville at Miami, even. Um uh, so yeah, um, so before we get into Thursday night football, which is tomorrow, um, let's talk about this week's seven buys. Um, I already gave you some names of people you can fill in for the week seven buys, but before we actually go through some more names, some, some quarterback, I got a list of quarterbacks for single quarterback leagues in week seven that if you have these guys starting in your lineup. And maybe you can start these other guys. And uh, we already did list a couple, but week seven, there is. We have the Bills. We have the Bills, Dallas, Vikings, Steelers, Los Angeles Chargers, and Jacksonville Jaguars. All on a buy in week seven. That means no Dak Prescott, no Josh Allen, no Kirk Cousins, no Big Ben, no Josh, uh, Justin Herbert, sorry, um, and no Trevor Lawrence. That means there's a lot of quarterbacks that can help your fantasy football team. And I'm not saying that you start Ben Roethlisberger or Trevor Lawrence or maybe Kirk Cousins is on your bench. Maybe... You know, maybe some of these guys aren't your starting quarterback, but maybe you might have to pre-speculate add somebody going into next week for good matchups. So I got a couple quarterbacks here that I can share with you going into next week. So Taylor Heineke is going to make this list again. Plays Green Bay next week, week seven. We got Sam Darnold, who's QB 14, going 
going against the Giants in Week 7. QB 17. Maybe he was dropped this week because he's on a bye. Mr. Matt Ryan. He's been underperforming the last two weeks. He's been good. But he plays Miami in Week 7. That is an ad. And then check this out. Carson Wentz has looked good since coming back from his ankles. I know that first game that he came back with his both of his ankles hurt, that was an awful game. He was not mobile. He couldn't do anything. He looks good. He looks the part of that offense. He's That offense is clicking. Like, they almost beat Baltimore. If it weren't for the kicker issues and, and the kicker, you know, with his hip, they might have won that game. Um, but check this out. So, week six, you could actually pick up Carson Wentz and, and play him this week. If you needed a quarterback, to be honest. Carson Wentz. He's got Houston this week. Next week is a little tougher matchup. San Francisco. But check this out. Week 8, 9, and 10. It's Tennessee, Jets, Jacksonville. 11, they play Buffalo. That could be a shootout. It could be bad for him. It could be good for him. You don't know. But check this out. Week 12, Tampa Bay and Houston. Tampa Bay week 12, Houston week 13. So you're looking six out of eight weeks. You can start Carson Wentz in the upcoming schedule. All right? And then there's another guy out there that's pretty decent. Check this out. He's on IR right now. He got hurt week two with a hamstring injury. Um, Tyrod Taylor. He should be off IR in the next couple of weeks. Week nine, he plays Miami. 10, he's a bye. Week 11, plays Tennessee. Week 12, he plays the Jets. Week 13, he plays Indianapolis. Week 14, he plays Seattle. And week 15, he plays Jacksonville. You tell me that's not a good schedule for a quarterback on a bad team that's probably going to have to throw the ball a ton? I mean, I think if you have an IR spot still and Tyrod Taylor is available, you can pick up Tyrod Taylor, put him on your IR, and when he goes active, you can play him and be just fine. So those are some quarterbacks that I think you can look at going forward. And then there's a running back that may or may not have been dropped off a of, off your team, off of rosters. Michael Carter is a guy I think you can add moving forward. Uh, I know he's on a bye this week, but... Next week, you got all those high-powered offenses. You're losing Ezekiel Elliott. You're losing Dalvin Cook. You're losing Austin Eckler, Najee Harris. You're you're losing James Robinson. I mean, you're losing all starting running backs next week. Zach Moss, I know he's a low-end too. High on flex. Devin Singletary. Like, those are all running backs that are going to be gone next week. So, Michael Carter might be a guy that's still out there, that you can pick up and play next week as a pre-speculation ad for filling by. Um, and then we already talked about tight ends, but we can go through the tight ends again. Um, by the way, Evan Ingram is, av- is available in a lot of leagues, and I know, but he's had the targets. He's never done it. He's never gotten there. He's the healthiest receiver on that team right now, and... Uh, who knows? Maybe they have to throw the ball a, 
a bit more. Maybe Evan Ingram might tick up in targets. Who knows? But he has seen 16 targets in the last three weeks since he's been back. And, I mean, if you are punting at tight end, and maybe you can just hope for a score, maybe, you know, 5.3 targets a game might be something that's worth taking a shot. Um, And like I said, we already talked about Ricky Seals-Jones. We already talked about Dan Arnold. Um, So... We aren't going to go into more of that. Um, let's talk about the receivers. We already talked about some receivers, and I never really went forward. I already gave you a list, uh, you know, this week that should have been added or maybe could be added if they're still available. Um, but guys like Marquez Callaway, he has 14 receptions on 15 targets in the last three weeks, three touchdowns, and 200 yards. Now, two of those touchdowns came in one game, but let's just put it this way. He's being utilized a lot. Maybe people saw him blow up this week and wanted to add him, but he couldn't get added because he was on a bye. So here's the deal. If Marquez Callaway is out there, if Jameson Crowder is out there, those are guys you can add for next week going forward. They are floor guys. See, when you are filling in bye weeks, sometimes you just want points. And when you just want points, sometimes floor guys are good. Hunter Renfro. Um, I don't think Jacoby Myers is, is, is available anywhere, but Hunter Renfro, Jamison Crowder, Amon Ross St. Brown, like I said, eight targets in the last two weeks. Um... Marquez Callaway. I'm telling you, those guys right there, they might keep you in a game. They might win you a week just because of their floor. Now, it really depends. You have to look at your matchup, your head-to-head matchup. If you think your matchup is not favorable to you, then maybe if Rondell Moore is available, maybe you go out and get Rondell Moore. Maybe you go out and get Van Jefferson. It really depends on the matchup. It really depends on how you think your head-to-head matchup is going to go. But sometimes having a floor guy is just good enough. And that's what Hunter Renfro, that's what Jamison Crowder, that's what all these guys are. So if you need one of those guys to just fill in a bye week, get you 10, maybe 15, maybe 20. Very little chance, but maybe 20 points. It can happen. So, those guys are floor guys. Wide receiver you can add. That may or may not be on your 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 free agent waivers or whatever, you know? And obviously, not all those guys are going to be there. So, here's, here's what we do. And I forgot to mention Tim Patrick. He's got a very boring name, but he's if he's still available in your league, he's a must-add and must-plug instantly regardless of buy or not Uh uh-huh so that being said we kind of talked about waivers we kind of talked about the buys next week we didn't really talk about like tight ends going forward next week to pre-spec add but here's the deal you got six offenses that are very capable to produce fantasy points on buy next week 
And you just have to do research, look at your matchup, and maybe see who's available that you might want to add. If you have questions, like I said, you can always hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on Discord. Um, and I will answer your questions. Uh, so let's get into th- a Thursday night football matchup. We got Philadelphia and Tampa Bay this week. Um, Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. Uh, there's not a whole lot. To, it's probably going to be a high-scoring game. Let's just put it this way. Um, Philadelphia has been slow out of the get-go in a lot of the uh, these games, like the last few weeks. Um, they have been slow in the first halves, and they've picked it up in the second halves. But Tom Brady was dinged up a little bit um, in the hand. He should be good. He threw five touchdowns, 400 yards last week. Um, he's got Leonard Fournette, which I have him ranked as a, a running back two. Um, let's just check this out. The last two weeks, um, uh, running backs in Leonard Fournette's range of players, rankings, um, Chuba Hubbard and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Check this out. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in week four. 14 carries, 102 yards, is 7.3 yards a carry, with two receptions and 12 yards and one touchdown. Got it done. CEH got it done against the Eagles. Check this out. Chuba Hubbard, last week, 24 carries, 102 yards, at a 4.2 yards a clip. Had six targets, five receptions, and 33 yards. Got it done without a touchdown. These guys are all in the same range of player going against the Eagles. And now we have a Leonard Fournette who's going to see 15 to 20 touches, whether it be 15 carries, maybe five targets. He's going to have a chance to get it done. And he is only getting better as the weeks go. His yardage has improved. The only week that he is really... Okay, so I can't say the only week. So against the Rams, he had a down week. Week one, he had a down week. But all the other weeks, he has been... These three out of five of the weeks, he has been good. Um, and the Rams was in a blowout, so he wasn't really... He he, he he wasn't on the field. Like, if he was on the field, he wasn't doing much. Um, so long story short, the last two weeks have been good. Um, he finally found the end zone. Um, Leonard Fournette is in that range uh, as a low-end RB2. And like I said, we got Cordero Patterson, Elijah Mitchell, Alvin Kamara, Mike David. We got five running backs on by this week. And this is a, a, a smash spot again for Leonard Fournette, who got it done last week against Miami. Um, so you're, you're smashing Leonard Fournette. Um, you're smashing... Antonio Brown, you're smashing Chris Godwin, you're smashing Mike Evans, um, and uh, you know you're smashing those guys. Um, they're just you know every week they're in your lineup for Boomer Boss purposes. Tom Brady, you you might you know maybe your guy misses out this week, maybe your guy doesn't. I don't know. If you got him, you got to play him though. Um, and um. Gronk is out this game, so again it's going to be OJ Howard and Cameron Bray. 
If I had to pick one of these guys to start this week, if I had to take a dart throw, maybe I'm doing, um, you know, a five-person captain or a six-person captain draft uh, on DraftKings DFS. I think Cameron Brate's in my lineup here. I think that the tight ends have been the tight end. Uh, sorry, Philadelphia has been vulnerable to tight ends in the last few weeks. Uh, check this out. Tw- uh, well, obviously, since Dallas, Dallas figured it out when you do two uh, a cover two. I don't know football terms, but they run the most cover two out of any football team. Uh, they ran the most cover two in the preseason coming into this year. Um, but Dallas threw underneath to their tight ends, and since that, check this out. So the last three weeks since Dallas, um. The the tight ends on the respective teams, nine targets, seven targets, nine targets. That's a total of 25 targets, 19 receptions, 171 yards, and four total touchdowns. That is, let's just say six. No, that's like eight targets to tight ends, eight targets to tight ends, about six catches. And just over 55 yards, and maybe another score. So, and and I think I like Cameron Brait to maybe find the end zone um, in replacement of Gronk. So, that's might take a chance on the tight end for Thursday if you need to punt at the tight end position this week. And he is available in a lot of leagues as well. Um, so, uh, Cameron Brait is in my lineup if I need. A desperation tight end to play. Uh, let's flip over to Philadelphia's side. Jalen Hurts is a start. His rushing gives him a floor like no other. You're starting Jalen Hurts every week. Um, you can start Devontae Smith. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's going to be another wide receiver on the team that's going to be fantasy relevant this week. I just don't exactly know who it is. Because you beat Tampa Bay through the air. You don't beat Tampa Bay on the ground. Um, Jalen Rager, Quez Watkins. You just, you know, if you need to throw a dart, I I honestly don't know who to throw the dart at. So I'm just going to avoid it. I'm just going to say start Devontae Smith, sit everybody else on the wide receiver core. Um, and let's just move on to the tight end position. We already talked about this. Dallas Goddard is on COVID IR. He most likely not playing this game. And I'm smashing Zach Ertz wherever I can on Thursday night football. I I think he is going to be a big part of this offense, especially since you have to beat him through the air. Um and as far as Miles Sanders and Ken Gainwell go, um I I can't really play any of these two guys. I can't trust them. Uh I think they're just on the bench. Um, on the bench this week, going forward, uh, until I can see production, usage, and everything go up for either one of them, it's just too inconsistent at this point. So, long story short, you can't really start any of these guys this week. Um, it would be super desperation to play anybody, and... Honestly, um, let's just 
the way it is. It's it's a weird season this year. Um, players that should be being utilized aren't being utilized. Um, and um, so I'm picking Tampa Bay to win this game, by the way. I don't know what the spread is. Uh, I think they're going to win by four. Um, I don't know the over-under, but I'm picking Tampa Bay by four points at, in Philly um, this week. Uh, is there... Um, see the spread here Tampa Bay is seven over under 52 and a half yeah I think this is gonna be closer than that I think it's I think Tampa Bay is gonna win by four I think it's gonna be like a 28 to 28 to 24 victory or something like that um, uh, so that's my Thursday night football prediction um, everybody have a great afternoon once again if you need to follow me on twitch uh if you sorry if you want to follow me on twitter it's um sir potato underscore tv you can dm me uh questions you can at me um also if you go to my profile i have a pinned tweet to go to my discord page if you need to ask a question in my Discord page, there is a section in my Discord that says NFL Fantasy Football. Just go down to pick my brain, ask your questions, go to general, ask questions, whatever it may be, ask your questions. Um, and then also, before I head out, next episode will be Saturday. Um, I will be releasing it Saturday before Sunday, so we won't get all of the inactives or actives. But here's what I can tell you. If there's any news that breaks, it will be on my Twitter. It will be on my Discord. And if I hear any news, if I have any opinions that change, it'll be there. But any breaking news, until then... The Sleeper Fantasy app on your phone. It can tell you information about injuries, updates, anything you can think about fantasy football. And it will help you win your fantasy football leagues. It will help you get your information faster. Download it. Sign up. Get the notifications on your phone. It will help you 100%. Thank you. Have a great day.